0: Today we look at a book that has achieved the following accolade, winner of the 2016 Bailey Gifford Prize for Nonfiction, a monumental achievement, a profoundly personal account of the origins of crimes against humanity and genocide, told with love, anger, and precision. John Le Carré, a narrative to my knowledge unprecedented. It should not be ignored by anyone in the United States or elsewhere. Bernard Henri led on the front cover of the New York Times Book Review. Exceptional, has the intrigue, verve, and material density of a first rate thriller. The Guardian. Astonishing and outstanding book, a story of heroes and loss. The New Statesman. After the break, book preview looks at East West Street by Philippe Sands. Today on Book Preview, we want to talk about an exciting book that's just been published by Alfred Knopf early in 2016. It's called East West Street by Philippe Sands. The book is exciting because it provides a glimpse into a subject that is elusive and forbidding for many people, and that is international law. In the 20th century, surrounding World War II, and as interesting as World War II is is to so many people, It nevertheless is true that international law is a subject that many people cannot appreciate or understand as well as they really need to. And so what Philippe Sands has done, from his perspective, he's an international lawyer himself, is he has managed to make very clear the human interest aspects of international law, how it affects each one of us, how it affects us as members of families. And he focuses on three families, really. He focuses on his own family as he undergoes a search for the World War II history of his grandfather, father, and his mother. His grandfather Leon and his mother Ruth. Ruth was a survivor of World War II. She was she was uh, smuggled out of Vienna in nineteen thirty nine at the age of one. Uh, she was one of the last people to escape from Vienna before World War II, before the Holocaust, as was her mother. However, Ruth and her mother undertook separate journeys from Vienna. Ruth was saved by a stranger who was contracted to do the job of of smuggling her out to Paris to rejoin her father, Leon. And that's a fascinating story that is interwoven into the larger narrative of the origins of two very important modern crimes in World War II that had not existed before. The crime of crimes against humanity and the crime of genocide. And both of these crimes were codified at the end of World War II and were applied at the Nuremberg trials, which led to the conviction of uh, a group of Nazi leaders, including Hermann Goering and the governor general of Poland, who was in charge of the region where Philippe Sands' grandparents lived and his mother lived. And so there's a kind of personal connection here that's very, very exciting. And the writing could not be better. It's impeccable. And he manages to... uh, provide incredible amounts of drama to a story that otherwise could be, and has been, in many cases, legalistic. It's powerful if you appreciate the legal background, but not everybody can. Let me say a few words about these two crimes, crimes against humanity and genocide. They were pioneered by two separate individuals, both of whom lived in the same city that Leon lived in before the war. Lviv which was in Poland and is now uh, in Ukraine. Lviv was part of the bloodlands that Timothy Snyder wrote about in the book by that name that was contested by Stalin and Hitler before World War II. The two individuals who pioneered these two concepts of crime were Hirsch Lauterpacht who was a lawyer who lived in Lviv along with his family and Raphael Lemkin who pioneered the concept of genocide. Lemkin and Lauterpacht did not know Leon. However, they they could have known each other because they grew up within miles of each other and within miles of the street that gives the book its name, East West Street, which is in a small town where uh, these three individuals, Leon, Hirsch Lauterpacht and Raphael Lemkin lived before World War II. And basically, crimes against humanity refer to crimes against large numbers of individuals as individuals. Uh, Civilians who are caught up in the maelstrom of war, but who are deliberately targeted as civilians. They can be tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, and millions of people. But genocide is the crime of making war on a group in order to eliminate the entire group and every individual who belongs to that group. What's fascinating is that these two crimes have competed with one another in the years since as those people who feel that their rights have been violated uh, want to be protected by lawyers who defend them according to the crime of genocide, because it seems to be the ultimate crime. And what Philippe Sands argues is that this is a misreading of history, uh, although he does acknowledge that both crimes are legitimate. And the story is how Lauterpacht and Lemkin often competed with each other and even fought each other for the attention of the International Tribunal at Nuremberg. Ultimately, the tribunal allowed both crimes to enter into the indictment, but Crimes Against Humanity was definitely at the forefront. Now, interlaced with this story is the story of Miss Elsie Tilney, who rescued Ruth in that story uh, where Ruth got out just in time in 1939 in Vienna. And Sands has a personal reason, obviously, as Ruth's son, to find out how his mother survived the war, so he tracks down Miss Tilney and he learns the remarkable story of this woman who risks everything for just doing the right thing, and uh, these beautiful souls, as E. L. Press calls them in his his brilliant book on individuals who risked everything to save Jews in World War II, um. Is, a, is an interesting uh, side note to the story, but it, it comes across as being integral and interrelated nonetheless. So you will be hard put to find a more enriching, more relevant book than this one, especially in this post-Brexit, post-Trump world that we live in today, when law is more important than ever. And so uh, I cannot recommend this book enough, and I hope you will pick it up as soon as possible and read it. I know you will enjoy it. Finally, if you have any books that you know about on the subject of memory studies that you would like to hear more about, go to my Twitter account, at Memory Through Media, that's Memory, T-H-R-U, Media, on Twitter, and post the titles of the books that you would like to know more about, and we'll try to include those books in a review in a future podcast. For now, my name is Dr. Rick Ryman. I'm a professor of history in the United States, and I look forward to producing another one of these podcasts. See you soon.